Hi guys, and welcome to this week's episode of Marketing Home, Marketing You. As you can hear, I'm not Barbara. My name is Rebecca, and I'm the creative director at Sprout Marketing. Now, we are focusing all on follow-up in this latest issue, and in this podcast, we're joined by Mike from 30 Lines to talk about email automated follow-up. So if you just keep listening, you can get all the amazing bits of information you need to know to bring this to life at your community, and I'm so excited to share it with you. Let's jump in. So I am joined today by Mike from 30 Lines. They are digital marketers specializing in email, SEO, SEM, all that jazz. But today we're going to focus on email follow-up, and we're going to specifically talk about how to set up an automatic drip, what we call campaign, and Mike's going to explain all of that to us. So Mike, tell me what a drip campaign is as if I've never logged onto a computer before. <laughs> so so I think before we, first of all, thanks. This is awesome. I, I love everything <laughs> that Sprout does. So I'm excited to, to, to finally be, be working with, with you and your crew on some more things. Um, before we talk about drip, I think we have to think about follow-up in general, right? And what are the expectations of the customer? What are the things that we see as, as the challenges in the industry, right? Like, People are expecting follow-up right away, instant instant communication. And that's why we see things like chatbots have become so popular is because they can answer questions right away. Um, we also see that people have a lot of, of questions along the way. This is a huge purchase, a huge decision. It's the biggest check that most residents write. And we really want to make sure that we stand out and that we do everything that we can to answer their questions. And we know that typically... Um, this is not a one and done decision, right? Like they're looking at a number of properties. There's a lot of back and forth. And what we see is drip campaigns are, we call them smart email follow-ups. Um, but they are a great way to stay in front of customers. Um, make sure that you continue to tell your story and show things that maybe they didn't see on the website and answer all those questions and move customers towards that next step in the process, whether that is scheduling a, a, an in-person tour or whether that's starting an application, uh, whatever the next step is, that's ultimately what we want them to we want them to do. And how long do you think the timeline is between someone going to tour and now staying in this pipeline before, as they get these emails until they make a decision? You know, um, I think that the best the, the the best drip campaigns out there are really looking at whatever whatever information we can get from the prospect that kind of tells us where they're at in the process. We know that there are some people that start start looking three months or more out, and we know that there are some people that need a place yesterday, right? Um, and and what we found is typically the sweet spot is is about two weeks of dripping information to them, kind of continuing to tell that story. And if you haven't closed them by then, um, then there are some other things that, that we can do to kind of move them into a different way that we communicate with those folks. But you know, typically by the time that they get to the property and they reach out to you, um, you have about two weeks to really influence their decision and, and, and get them to choose you. And so if I was a property manager, 
how would I even go about setting something like this up? I've never, maybe I've never done email before besides like, you know, Outlook. Yeah. Where do I go? So, I, you know, I think the first thing as a leasing consultant is like, use whatever tools you already have available to you. There's a really good chance that your lead management system or your CRM um, might have some drip campaign capabilities built in. Um, pretty much all of the major property management software systems have some kind of drip campaign capabilities. Um, so I would start there because you don't, you know, I never like adding new tools. I never like having to go log into something else. Prefer preferably, I would, I would want these emails to talk to where you're at in the process because everything we're talking about today ideally is happening kind of in parallel and it's complementing the work that you're doing uh having human one-to-one -one conversations with the same prospect so we don't want to get in the way of the leasing efforts we want to complement it we want this to run in parallel and, and help you tell more of a story um so i would start there if that is not an option there are all kinds of really solid email tools out there that are that are actually really affordable whether that is Constant Contact or MailChimp or potentially even something like, like a HubSpot. Um, there are some some newer players out there like a Clavio or a ConvertKit, but there's a lot of, you know, they're typically called email service providers or email marketing tools. And, and there are a number of them out there if you can't find something that is that is more industry specific and more tailored to the technology that you're already using. For sure, only one password to remember instead of 15 million. <laughs> Amen to that, right? And so now that we've kind of getting into the meat of it all, let's talk about what types of emails we should be sending. Like what's going to move the needle in terms of the content, subject line, yeah, even like time of day to send. I know those are all obviously big topics, but where would you start in terms of the content? To send so so the, the biggest thing that you know just like with seo and with google ads and all of this digital stuff like it's super easy to get it really deep in the weeds and talk about you know uh subject line and best time of day i would just say the best thing you can do is just get started and the place that i would typically start would be looking at your unique selling points what are the things that really help you stand out and what are the things that you maybe don't talk about enough on your property website. Like one of the things that we want to do with this with a drip campaign is we want to drip content every couple of days to stay in front of that person. And, and ideally the way that we want to approach that is we're really only telling one piece of the story at a time. We're not giving away the house. We don't have to share everything, but are there things that we can share that really make our property and our community unique that maybe we don't have in full-blown detail on our website. Um, the other thing that I that I always look for is how can we move that person toward that to that next step. So you know, uh, things that I really like within within a drip campaign are hey, here's our featured floor plan. Here's some floor plans that maybe you you know that might fit what you were looking for that you told us you're looking for, but maybe you didn't consider. Um, I really like talking about the team and meet the team. Here are some re resident testimonials, reviews. People love our maintenance team or you know they love our resident events. 
um, if there, if you do have that, the videos, the photography that showcase the lifestyle, one of the big things that people look for in marketing, and this is where Sprout really excels with what you do, is people want to know what is life, what is my life going to be like there? What is the lifestyle like, right? And email is a great way to to continue to tell that story of the lifestyle that this person is going to enjoy at your community. So I would look for those kinds of opportunities. You certainly can look for, um, you know, do you have local partnerships? Do you have community outreach that you do? What are the things that you can continue to, to you know, showcase what makes your community unique, right? Um, I'll stop there. Yeah, and I think, I think the team is such an under utilized asset. I remember, I mean, I've lived in a million apartments in yeah. Chicago and I'm just going to be honest. I never saw the leasing agents after I moved in. It was, I never right. saw them. Like I never needed to. I'm not the type of person that's going to go into the office and like chit chat. Like it's just not who I am, but I always saw the maintenance people around, you know, like I knew them. I knew the door guy, like those yep. were the people that I were seeing all the time. So I think those are the people that are going to like that's, you know, when everyone has, especially if you're looking at your comps and you all have maybe have similar amenities, like everyone's got a pool or everyone's got a club room, everyone's got a business center. I mean, yep. they're all great and they're all awesome, but what's going to set you to that next level is the team, the specific location. A location is more than just a map on the website. So like listing out some of those things in the email, that's like, you could go here, it's right down the street. You could go here. Here's the festivals that are happening. Here's everything that's yep. going on around the area. Those are the types of things you could expand upon. So here's a here's a dirty little secret, let's call it. Um, <laughs> the typical neighborhood page on a property website is the least visited page on the website. And it's not for it's not because we're not trying, it's because people already have that information. By the time they get to your property website. They've already seen the neighborhood on Google Maps and Yelp and, and wherever else they're used to looking for that kind of stuff. So they know the coffee shop and the best brunch spot and, you know, where they're going to be hanging out for happy hours. They already know that stuff. Yeah, because we're on the infatuation on Instagram. I got it. <laughs> That's it, right? So the opportunity, and this is really where email and drips um, play really well with this, is like, how do you personalize that? How do you take that from neighborhood to, hey, here's our team's favorite places, or here are our residents' hotspots. We talk to with our residents, we ask them, and here are their favorite places to go after work. Here are their favorite places to hang out on, on Sunday morning. Here are their favorite running trails. Like, those are the kinds of things, like, the that, favorite secrets. Yeah, that, that absolutely, you know, showcase not only like you all of a sudden become the neighborhood concierge you're not just like hey here's where we are on the map it's this is why we love this neighborhood and why you're going to love it too right I, I remember i lived at a really nice apartment complex in the south loop of chicago and like with the hidden gem was like this dog park that was in this neighborhood that was literally steps away but like you didn't know it was a dog park unless you actually went there you know yep. so and like that was yep. the community was like I think all these like people that owned Wheaton Terriers used to do like Wheaton Terrier Tuesday or something crazy like that. So yeah. um, that's where so, we showed up. And those are the secrets, you know? Yeah. And like, you know, another really useful thing with these emails is like, just answer your frequently asked questions. And, you know, we talk about 
a great leasing consultant knows all of these things and will be able to talk about the the great you know the secret dog park that that, that nobody else knows about that that's the perfect kind of thing to highlight if you know that you're a super pet friendly community put that in these emails and talk about that specifically because that's going to that's going to generate some interest and um you know the other great thing about these emails is your comps aren't doing it your comps are giving up after one or two you know they're they're reaching out a couple of times they're doing the bare minimum that they're that they're supposed to do to email once and call once and and maybe try one more time they're not they're not doing this stuff so you know what we see is these emails absolutely help you increase your closing ratio because you've answered the questions you've told the story and by the time that person's walking that person walks in the door to see you for their tour they're already pre-sold yeah and that's what follow-up is i think it's about just like staying right in front of the person at the right time in which they make the decision you don't necessarily know when that's always going to be but like you never know like i might make a decision tomorrow and if i got an email from you you're at the top of my list because you're right in front of me and that's what we do you know that's that's right what in terms of i know subject lines like i think i know at sprout what we do with our emails is like you know you just send it and then you look at it and you see how it performs and then you tweak it and then you tweak it and you tweak it. But are there any like big tips in terms of subject lines that you think make an impact, like any overarching things that you could easily just like add into a subject line to, to get people to open it? I mean, the easiest thing to do is add their first name. Right. And in a drip campaign, that's, that's a little bit difficult, a little more difficult to do. It takes a little bit of technical setup, but if you can collect their first name from wherever you're pulling that lead from, absolutely, then then you can certainly tailor that. Um, and you know, most systems will allow you to automate that. You know, if there's something that they call like a merge tag or something like that, but that way they can put in that. The other thing that I would do is is look at, um, you know, breaking a pattern is what gets somebody's attention. So you know, we'll see a lot of, of email campaigns that work really well. We'll include emojis, you know, they'll include some color, they'll include a, a little, um, you know, I guess you'd call it a graphic, but they'll include something that breaks a pattern and makes somebody stop and go, oh, okay, I need to read this one. I, I, just, it's, I just have to yeah. see. I think it's fun to, I think the first name thing, I always, I'm a sucker for those, like opening up by the first name and I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> And then I still read the whole thing, you know, and it just, it is what it is. So I think those are really yep. helpful. Now, yep. if you have a lease up, right? So your new community may be renovated, but you don't have a ton of information that's like changing because you're still in process, but you still want to build a list. What would you recommend for those people? I mean, with the lease ups, I go back to, um, you, you know, as you, as you make those hires on the team, showcase those folks. Hey, we brought on our property manager. Here's, you know, we let's meet her and, you know, do a little video and have that email linked to that video that you post. Um, we see a lot of folks who are, you know, there's lots of different ways that you can make up your own story, right? So maybe it's a construction update or maybe it is a, hey, Hard hat tours are are about to start. We want to make sure that you're first on the list. So, you know, be ready kind of thing coming soon. Um, We've had clients who have 
um, partnered with a local wine bar and they've, they've hosted a, an event, you know, that's, that's down the street from the property and they'll send out invites or they'll send out a recap of like, Hey, here's, here's the event. If, you know, hopefully we saw you there, but if we didn't, here's what you missed out on. And, um, we've seen, um, we had a client do a, a food truck in front of the construction site and they ran a contest where they basically bought lunch for everybody for four hours. And anybody who came by had to pay with an Instagram post. And so they had, you know, that way they tied the email into their social media efforts and they got people talking about the property um, through, through their social. So I think there's a lot of different things that you can do, but, you know, as soon as you get those renderings made, as soon as you get that animated fly-through video, as soon as the construction fencing goes up, all of those things are opportunities to, to continue to tell the story and build excitement. Now, on the flip side, let's say there's a community that's totally leased up. They don't have any, you know, anything available. Is it important for those people to still do stuff like this? I, I, I mean, we're never done leasing, right? Like you might not have something vacant and available to, to show, but you're never done leasing. So I think that it's really important that you continue to maintain that list and you continue to, you know, have those prospects that you can tap into. And then these drip campaigns, you know, again, they go back to, they tell the story of the community. They, they showcase all the great things. And then what you can do is you can also tailor messages based on, hey, here's what we are going to have come available. Um, we see a lot of clients who are using them today for shifting traffic to sister properties that might need more help. So, you know, we're at 98% occupied and I don't have a two bedroom to show you, but I've got three other properties in our portfolio that are within two miles. Can we introduce you to some of those? Because we know that they have some two bedrooms available that are a good fit. So, um, you know, obviously there's a little bit, there's more moving pieces there, but, you know, um, I think the bottom line is, and, and you know this, you know, I think, I think Sprout as a team, you know this better than, than anybody. It's um, email does not get a lot of love because it's, you know, boring and outdated and email is dead, right? But, you know, we see over and over again that e our clients who invest in email, it is the number one producing channel for them and it's not even close right and it's better than I mean would you rather have a prospect list that you're sending out emails to that you can tap into at any time I wouldn't say for free but definitely cheaper or would you rather drop your prices have a leasing right. special and like right. pay for a bunch of ads and you know yep. Yep. And you never know when the market's going to change too. So it's like, yeah, you might be fine right this second, but like, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, like with the housing market, with apartments, with your residents, like you don't know where they're going to go tomorrow. Like, let's, let's just make sure we have like people on the line here just in yeah. case. Well, and it, it is a great way to stay in when, when we know we're in an industry where follow-up is a challenge, it's, I don't want to call it easy, but it's an easy way to stay in front of people, no matter where they are in the process, whether they're a prospect shopping, if they're a brand new resident, that's a great opportunity to, we have a number of clients that do a new resident welcome drip. 
And so they'll have six or eight emails that go out as soon as that application is approved. It's now, hey, welcome. You're the newest neighbor. Here are all the things that you need to know. And there's emails about how to reserve the loading dock or where to park or what to bring on move-in day. How to reserve the um, elevator. <laughs> yeah, you know, here's, here's the freight elevator. Um, hey, we know moving is stressful. Pizza's on us tonight. Here's a coupon for the pizzeria at the corner. Like all of those just kind of set the tone for really clear, simple, easy communication. And, um, and, and, you know, it's taking a load off of the onsite team at the same time. So on the note, cause we just talked about like a bunch of different drip type campaigns. So if you were a property manager, which ones would, would you say are essential to setting up that would make your job easier? So you're not having to answer the same questions a thousand times. Um, I think there's probably, let, let's go with like four to start off with. Uh, I think that that new prospect, hey, every new prospect, we're going to do our storytelling of here's why you should live here. And that's going to be, you know, ideally, that's probably six or eight different messages that go out over the course of like two weeks. Um, and you can you can go up and down with that, like, there's all kinds of different ways that you can test that and, and get into it. Um, but we've seen that that's kind of like an easy starting point. For those mm -hmm. folks who do convert, I really love that new resident onboarding. Um, welcome to the neighborhood. Here's everything to expect. If they don't convert, I would be looking at emailing them again, probably 30 days out and trying to reel them back in. Hey, how are things going? Are you still looking for a place? Is there anything that we can do to help? And then I would go further out and I would go to that, you know, probably eight, nine months out if they didn't convert, how can, Hey, it's time to start looking again. Don't forget about right. us. Come over and see us now. Or you can somewhere um, else not come back to us. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, one that we see that is really successful, I don't call this a drip campaign, but it is email marketing is what we call highlight emails and traffic, traffic lifters. But um, if you need, if you have a specific floor plan that you need traffic to, or if you have, you know, a regional focus, if you have specific properties that need some attention, send out that email that says, hey, here's the, you know, we know you're out touring properties this weekend. Here are two that you need to see. And like, put that focused attention on those stale units or on the properties that need some love, like find ways to steer the traffic to the places that need the help. Totally. And I think that's like you said, the, if you don't have if anything available, I think you still have a really great list, you know, so sending about your sister properties that may need help is a great tool. And I think sometimes we only think about email as this property, this list versus yeah. look at our collective you know, set of work and our collective set of teams and you can feature other people so that as people, you know, maybe I move into one apartment and it's a one bedroom in this area, but then as I advance in my life, I want to go move out to the suburbs, you know, and get a bigger yeah. place. So how about you keep it in the family? We're not, you know, you play the long game, not just the short game, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So do you recommend someone try to do this themselves or outsource? This is your chance for a shameless plug. 
um, listen, I think we put way too much on our on-site teams, period. Um, and asking them to build and manage and maintain an email campaign is, is a lot to ask. Um, it doesn't have to be hard. You can definitely do it. Um, you know, if you have the time, you could sit down and put this together in a weekend if you wanted to. Um, but you also don't have that collective expertise of, you know, we're doing this for hundreds, if not thousands of properties at this point. And we've learned a lot over the past decade of, of, of doing this. Um, you asked, like, what are the headlines that work? We do a fair amount of email marketing for other industries. We do a lot with the restaurant industry, and we learn from that, and we're able to pull that in to the things that we, we do for our clients. So, um, again, I go back to one less login. The first place that I would start is with your, like, what are you using for your lead management today? Can they do automated drip emails that are like sent out at, at specific intervals or, or sent out based on specific customer behavior? That's, that's the big thing that we're, we're really big on. I want to market in a, in a way that aligns with how the, person, the customer is shopping. So as that prospect moves through, their, moves through the process, we look for the triggers that tell us, hey, now's a good time to send an email. Um, that's that's expertise that is absolutely something that you want to outsource to to a group like ours or or somebody else yeah because i always think you know i do the the digital social calendar for sprout and you know let's be real it takes me to do an entire month of social content with designs and captions like it takes me two to two to three full days full days not like like it nope. takes me that long. Do you really want your your leasing agent or property manager spending two to three full days writing those things? Or do you want them to, you know, pick up the phone and right. nurture those leads or deal right. with resident issues or whatever, you yeah. know, like insert whatever it is there. It's like, what do you what do you really want the time spent? And these are the types of things that save time. But at this, you know, but do you really want to invest the initial time to do it or do you just want to? Well, on someone else who and knows how to do it well. And it's like, we're good at it. You know, like, this is our job. Yep. Like, I get paid to do this. Like, yep. you know, so you know, if it's me that long, how long is it going to take somebody else that isn't? Yeah. You know, like, the, a big thing that we, we haven't really talked about yet is, like, email marketing is only effective if you have a list. And so that means <clears throat> there's work that you have to put into it ahead of time to make sure that all of your leads from every single source are getting connected to your email program. Um, there's, there are definitely things that you can do to um, improve conversions on your website and build your list from your website. But there's all of these things that need to happen. Your boss is going to ask you, hey, is this working at all? It's, it, it's helpful to know what metrics are important, especially as technology changes. There's all kinds of different weird things that are happening with email right now based on privacy regulations and all kind, you know, just technology. So it's important to have that partner that can help walk you through that, make sure that all of your leads are getting into this program and then help you tweak the program as you go, because this is something that's, it's kind of like a website. It's your website's never done. It's constantly evolving, constantly improving. And, and, you know, this falls into that category. And so what would you say to people that ask you, 
what should I expect from this in terms of results so that I can set expectations with the owner, with my boss, with whoever? Yep. So you should expect to see that your leasing team will have an easier time closing on the traffic that they're getting. Um, with our email drip campaigns in particular, what we look for is, um, are you able to increase, incre increase your closing ratio? And what that does is it means that you're more efficient with the traffic that you're already getting, with the leads that you're talking to, and you don't need to go buy more. So when, when we see teams are able to improve their closing ratios, you know, we, we'll see a leasing, we'll see a team go from 35% to 40%. And that's a huge bump. And what that means is now they don't have to go buy as much traffic. They can cancel on ILS. They can reduce their Google, Google ads. Um, they don't have to, to get as many eyeballs in front of the website because they're, the, the whole leasing machine is a little more effective because you're doing a better job of telling your story, staying in front of prospects when your comps are not, and guiding that person to the next step that you want them to take. Totally. And I think it's always a good opportunity too to just not, you don't have to work, work at it as hard, you know, because I think a lot of the times these leasing agents, they're trying to juggle both the people that are coming in for the tour. Now you're asking them to follow up with the people from the tour. Now they have to deal with the resident that walks in. So it's like, there are certain things that need to be done in person and, and that's fine, but there are certain yeah. things that don't. And, and I feel like this is one of those things that like, you yeah. don't need to manually do it. Like if you don't have to do it, whoever's saying that you manually have to do it is a big fat liar. Like let's time to figure out what we can just automate yeah. to keep it going, to keep it fresh. The content you can always update, you know, you don't have to stick to the same stuff all the time. And yep. if you see that it's not working, make, make a little shift. It's not a big deal. It's all about testing, but you don't need to try to bear it all yourself that doesn't make it more effective you know, like sometimes you know having this run for a time makes it effective the the flip side of that is like leasing leasing pros still need to manage their queue right they still need to respond to leads and answer questions and those kinds of things what this does is give them superpowers because now they can be talking with those really hot prospects and in the background you're sending, you're sending emails every single day to everybody on your list. And you're, all you're doing is warming up more people and getting, getting that next prospect ready to go. So it's, it, it's, it's one of those things that like, this is technology that absolutely works in concert with the human element and makes leasing professionals better at their job. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a boiling pot of water. It's like, the email marketing is handling all the water at the bottom, just heating them up. And as they get up mm -hmm. and then you deal, you only deal with the people at the top. You don't have to deal with the people at the bottom when they're not ready to make a choice. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Now, before we kind of call it for today, is there any, if you could just, if someone could walk away with, let's say three, four tips, what would you recommend that like, here's what I should do next? When it comes to this. Um, I, you know, I think it's really important to understand what kind of customer experience you're delivering now, right? Like do a secret shop of your own property 
from online, like not necessarily, you know, secret shop at the property, but, you know, fill out, you know, fill out an ILS uh, guest card or from your website and just see like, how fast does it come back? Do I get a response? Is, are we, are we relying on the leasing team to do all of the work here? Or is there anything where we can, you know, provide a better experience? Can we, can we change the expectation? Can we over deliver on communication when we know our competition is not? So I think that's the first thing to start with is uh, where are we at? And are there some opportunities for us to improve? The next thing I would look at is what are all of, what's the story that we want to tell? And what's the story that our leasing agents are really good at telling? And what are the questions that they find themselves answering all the time? Go back to that, that, you know, hidden gem dog park or, you know, any of those kinds of things. You want to capture that because those are the stories there's a really good chance that that stuff's not on your website. And I can guarantee that that stuff is not on your Zillow listing. So how do you capture that? Because that starts to give you the framework of, okay, here's the story that we're gonna tell and how we're gonna stay in front of people. Um, the other thing that I would do is, is go through and look at like, what, what technology do we have that can complement this? Like, can people book a tour on their own time? Can, do we have online applications that we can link to that people where we can send an email and somebody can go, yep, I've seen enough. I'm ready to go. I want to get that one bedroom with a den before somebody else grabs it. So what are the things that we can use to pull into the emails? You know, I think you mentioned um, like resident testimonials, like what are the other things that you have that you can pull together to really help shape the story and, and, and um, you know, show showcase everything you have to offer that's where yeah, i'd start i think that's a good way to start too and i think if anything i hope people walk away with like just start like the worst thing that happens is that it's an email and it doesn't go well like nothing else happens like it's gonna right. be okay like you can send another email the next time it's not a big deal like i say that with social media too just post and then someone's going to tell you if they like it or not. And then you move forward with that information and you just keep moving forward and taking one you, step at a time. You learn really quickly, right? You learn, yeah, you learn I mean, really quickly. Yeah. And I, and it's like, we don't need to operate in this fire drill mode. Like it's fine. Like just right. relax and let's try it. And the worst thing that happens is that nothing happens. And, and I, I think it's another thing, like to that point, don't overthink all of the, you know, like we've gone really deep into the integrations. We've gone really deep into um, the, the automations and what works really well based on where customers are at. You don't, to get started, you don't need any of that stuff. No. Like even, even things like, Hey, if I can get, uh, if I can manually pull a list of my prospects and just export it out of my software I can then import that into Constant Contact or MailChimp or HubSpot or any of these systems, and that gives me a starting point. So don't like we can help, and we yeah. have we you know there's a lot of work that we've already done for you. But if you want to try and take this on, if you have zero budget, but you're like I know we need to be doing this, that you can absolutely get started um, with with very minimal technical knowledge. I love that. Now, can you tell us a bit more about 30 Lines and some of the work that you're doing if people are interested in working with y'all? 
Yeah, absolutely. So 30 Lines, we are a digital marketing studio. So we have our agency group, which, as you mentioned before, we help people with emails. We help people with SEO and with their Google ads. We do a lot of, of, of um, website maintenance and, and building custom websites for, for properties and for um, portfolios. We're, we've, we've been big on the centralization kick for six years now and i'm really excited to see a lot of the, re the, the rest of the industry kind of catching up so um, we're good there we've also developed some of our own software um, we have our our apartment marketing platform called rent press um, we've seen a lot of gaps along the way and you know, we really are on a mission to make apartment shopping a much easier process and a much you know, a much easier experience um, and we pull a lot of inspiration from other industries. We pull a lot of inspiration from e-commerce. Um, so we've turned that platform into something that we use for our clients. And we've also made it available for other web agencies. So we have uh, about 18 other web agency partners out there today who are building beautiful apartment websites. And we're driving all of the functionality on the back end to pull in pricing and availability and make sure that the leads go where they're supposed to and make sure that it ties in with your email marketing <laughs> campaigns and, and, and your retargeting ads and all those kinds of things. So, um, you know, we are, we learn a lot from, and we take a lot of inspiration from other industries, but we are absolutely focused on how do we make multifamily and apartment marketing easier and better and more remarkable. Yeah, I mean, shopping for an apartment should be like shopping for shoes. Like, you should get abandoned cart emails. <laughs> like, it should yes. all be very similar, you know? And, and we all want that Amazon vibe. Like, I expect two day shipping for free, period. <laughs> yep. yep. I want that vibe with shopping for my apartment, too. You know, I don't want to jump through hoops. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the beautiful thing about all of this, right? Is like, we don't have to recreate the wheel. There are, under, there are other trailblazers out there that are um, spending all the money on R&D to figure out what works. And we can take that and remix it and, and borrow it for our industry and go, okay, yeah, we can, here's how we can approach this. And um, it's amazing how little things like that um, really level up the customer experience and set you apart from your, your competition. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Mike. I had a blast talking about email and digital marketing. It takes me back to those those days in my career. <laughs> back to those days. So, so I've had yeah. so much fun. And thanks for joining the podcast, too. We really appreciate it. And we know our, our whole community will just love everything that you had to say. <laughs> uh, well, well, thank you so much. And for you and Barbara and the rest of the team, you've done such amazing work for this industry. And, um, you know, I count me as, as one of the biggest fans of, of Sprout and the team because um, you're doing things like I, I love the perspective. I love how you make things more accessible. And, and, you know, email is one of those things that like, I think it can be scary and frightening and it can seem like too much, but it's, it's, it, it doesn't have to be at all. And I think that that fits really well with Sprout and the community that you're reaching to reaching every day. All right. And that wraps our episode with Mike from 30 Lines that went over all about automated email follow-up. We hope you enjoyed and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. I know Barbara's going to be back next week with another incredible episode. And 
you can also go to Try Sprout Free to get some amazing resources containing to follow up along with a ton of other things for marketing, retention, social media, you name it, it's there. It's awesome. So thanks for joining me today as I took over the episode. And again, Barbara's going to be back with something amazing next week. Bye, guys.